Listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Hey gang, it's Maroon here. Today on Footy Talk, we'll talk about another serious injury to a Tigers player. Yeah, in a front row forum today, I don't give up one of my mates, but the boys might pick up what he did at half time. It's a pretty funny story. And Woodsy, the mock, has struck again. <laughs> yeah. I've got an issue to bring up with him oh, no. about his latest victim. Here we go. G'day, everybody. Welcome to Footy Talk on the Listener app with, of course, Wado and Woodsy. Uh, Wado, welcome to you, old mate. How have you been? Did you have a lovely Easter with your beautiful kids? Yeah, it was really fun, actually. They're at a good age now. A little bit of an Easter egg hunt in the morning that I had no input with organising. That was all the boss at home. She does that. Um, But it's good. I haven't had, you know, an Easter off since I started playing footy. We're always playing over the weekend and sometimes you get luck of the draw and you might have a Sunday to yourself or the Saturday. But... Yeah, so it's my first Easter actually completely off having the buyer um, in 16 years. So it was good to be sit at home. We, we, we thought about going away, yep. um, but we only really had the Saturday and Sunday off. We had, we, we had a few days off early in the week, and then we had just had the Saturday, Sunday off. So Did you take the kids to the Easter show? No, not yet. Not yet. Um, we actually just chilled out. Yeah. Together at home. It was quite nice, to be honest. This, good. The kid, this guy across the road, he takes his um, – I'm going to tell you this, Woodsy, it's advice yes. for you. This guy across the road, he takes his kids to that EQ – The family show. And he tells them it is the Easter show. Yeah, there's nothing he, wrong with that. He tells them it's the Easter show. Well, I just, oh, there I, is something I just get my life. mates to get the show bags for me because right. it's the only good thing about the Easter show. Yeah. The show bags, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's okay. all I like for now, mate. But I'm, I'm similar to Wado. Mm. Got up at about – the little fellow woke up at about 6.30. The missus was up all night till about 12, 1 o'clock. She was putting the eggs out everywhere, you know, the where the Easter bunny's feet go. And then yeah. we had an Easter egg hunt. And But I was in a chocolate coma by about 9.30 in the morning. I had that much chocolate, had a little bit of a snooze, and then went to the in-laws and had another – Easter yep. egg hunt. I, lo- I love Easter. That's my favourite time of year. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but, of course, as well as you being um, out for obvious reasons, Wado, uh, the Sharkies had the bye. What does it mean for a player in bye week? What does a player do? Uh, what's expected of him in bye round, in the bye round? Well, it just depends you know, on a few things, like what, what day you played going into the bye and what day you play coming out of the bye. So we have a Friday night game. So pretty much straight after our last game, um, we had a few days off, so we came and did recovery, did... Um, team bonding at all? Uh, no team bonding, no <laughs> team bonding. Um, those days are over. We didn't know that. Um, yeah, so we had a couple of days off, and then normally it'll be... See, for someone like me, who I've been suspended, obviously, mm. uh, I haven't been getting my match fitness, which is, you know... The, the, Sucks. Which is the hardest... <laughs> it's like, the worst. It's the hardest intensity you play as a game, right? You can't match a game. So my training load's a bit different to everyone, so I have some top-ups to do that I have to have to use, but it's a real good opportunity early in that bye week to really manage a person and individual level because you've got to always be as a team. You have like minor adjustments here and there, what your week looks like, but during the bye week, the, that early part of the bye week is really used at an individual level to just get what you need. Like if you need some extra training, you do some extra training. If you need some extra weights, you do some extra weights. If you need some extra rest because you've just played six hard games yeah. in a row, well then mm. that's your opportunity to rest. And then in the back end of the week, we come together for some more team stuff, or training that looks pretty similar to what you would do preparing for a game. 
And then to be a bit of like this game simulation. So on Friday, uh, Good Friday, we had a proper scrimmage day. It was 13 against 13. It wasn't, you can never, like I said, you can never match the intensity of a game, but it was a bit more intense than what our normal 13 on 13 would be. So it was up, you know, lifted up to about 80, 90%. Mm. Take all the really big contacts out and take all the... More the, like bodies in front, yeah, isn't it? Bodies yeah, bodies in front. But it's at a higher level than you would do during the season preparing for a game because you know you have the weekend off, mm. so... I think it's also like the timing too, Wade. Like when I was at the Dragons, we had it round one. Yeah. So it was like it was just another preseason week for us. Whereas the teams are going to get it around round seven, eight, or nine. Like Wade said, it could be a bloke's carrying some corks or some little niggles, so they might get the extra bit of rest early in the week. But then when you're during the season, you don't lift weights as heavy as you do in the preseason, so they might get get an extra lift in. Or, or some guys like Wade said aren't playing as big minutes or haven't played missed a couple of games through suspension, they get that extra period just to do maybe a little bit of a top-up or yep. just a little bit of an extra jog there or an extra run. So it, it comes at a good time. Yeah, I think for – so our next buy is in, uh, I think, maybe six or seven weeks. It's like around the origin period, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it's around the origin period. And I know, you know, our, obviously our um, head of performances, they have all the scheduling yeah. booked out, <laughs> but they're playing at this stage, I don't know, to give us a whole week off, so no training. So yeah. it'll be – Again, depending on your situation, you just go with the whole week off. But then if you need a little bit extra or if you need to be topped up, as Woodsy said, the head of performance will just give you a tap and just yeah. say, listen. I need you to come in yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, come in on Tuesday. Yeah. Or do you want to do some work early in the week and then have the rest of the weekend off? Or would you prefer to have straight after the game off and then come in at the back end of the week just to top you up and, and keep you ticking over? The, so. They're pretty good if you communicate because they, they want you to also get away from footy. Yep. But then they also say, well, we can't miss. This is a good period to, to freshen you up or this is a good bit to top you up. Okay, boys, the most recent uh, NRL game, uh, because it was played over the Easter weekend, the Eels and the Tigers, and now the Tigers are 0-6. It was a gutsy performance in parts. They went down 28 points to 22. There were parts in the second half, and particularly where they took control of the game and uh, kept the football away from Parramatta. But they were chasing a big lead, the Tigers. They have the bye in next round. How did you see their game? Yeah, look, I thought it was a game that if if you look at the stats, the Tigers dominated the territory, Maroon. They they were all over Parramatta and at half time I think they had about sixty percent possession. But the thing was Parramatta got three opportunities and they scored three times and and when they scored, they was just you know, there was two tries from just simple grubbers where I think the positioning of the fullback was caught out of play. The, the longer the game went on, the more the Tigers got a bit more rhythm. They got a bit more cohesion in their attack. They were pushing up with Appy. They weren't holding back. And there was at times in the games in that first half where Appy would come out, he'd play, he'd, he'd do these uh, drop where he drops someone under and goes again, drops someone under, hit a lead, but they weren't ready for that next play. So they were putting all their eggs in the basket for that one big shot. And then if that didn't come off, they were like, oh, what do we do now? Whereas Brooks recognised, Dewey recognised in that second half, they just got flat over the advantage line for that next one and they were going down the short side just creating three on twos, four V3s and they were getting those opportunities where I think they can take a lot out of that. Obviously, Adam Dewey's injured. We don't know how bad it, it is. I'm not sure what he's done, if it's his knee or hamstring, but hopefully he's back as soon as possible. But, you know, the bike could have probably come at a good time for him because they've got a couple of bumps and bruises from that game. Now, just on Adam Dewey, to be completely transparent here, this injury has only just happened. We don't have official word yet, but the NRL physio says Adam Dewey off with left knee injury, same knee. He has two past ACL reconstructions. Most significant concern here by video is ACL re-rupture, non-contact landing mechanism, and appears to be some shift in the knee, 
best case to hope for meniscus injury, oh, bone bruise, fingers crossed. So uh, obviously, uh, Wado, the Tigers, j- they just can't afford to lose Adam. Yeah, well, he's certainly a quality player from them, and he, you know, he offers that point of attack and that bit of difference. He kicks for him. Looking at their game on Monday, you, you certainly can't question their effort. They, they were like they were fully committed mm. uh, on Monday against Parramatta, and they showed that you know with that fight back uh, in the second half. But they were, again in the same breath. I was terribly unlucky. Like Adam Dewey goes off, then they score a try. They're missing their main kicker. They have to. Appy yeah. takes the, um, the kick from the sideline. Charlie Staines off the dropout. He was their best player the whole you know the whole game, and then unfortunately just makes an error right at that crucial moment. I think, you know, speaking of the buy, you know, I'm not inside their four walls. But for me, like, it might be a good opportunity for them just to get away. Like, they might need four, five, six days off just, just to get away. No footy at all. No footy at all. Like, what's, you can't hide from the fact that you haven't won a game to start the season. But you also, you know, they've been getting beat up a little bit from Pillar of the Post. Obviously, there's been some media stuff. They've missed out on some signings. There's been, you know, I feel like they're in Jerseys. the news. I feel like they're in the news cycle every single day, and maybe it's just a time for them just to shut it down. Players go away four or five days, spend some time with your family. Don't even look at a footy. Don't think about a footy, and then come back. And when you come back all together, we hit the refresh button. We hit the restart button, and we start trying to get this thing on track because ultimately. It's only early in the season. There's still a marathon to go, so you need to turn it away somehow. Still 22 rounds. Uh, yeah, you need to start turning it away somehow. And I, I don't think, you know, getting out there necessarily training with the football or doing defensive work, you know, I think they might need just mentally just to be freshened up and go, you know what, what's happened is happened and we're going we're gonna to have to, you know, deal with this and, and take our medicine and try and shift things. But before we do that, we need you to all have four or five days off. Don't even think about footy. But once you come back in, everything. Wait, social media. Yeah, just get your, get off your phone. Turn right? off your phone for six days. Whether it's you want to hibernate in your house or you want to go up the coast or down the coast, just completely get away, rejuvenate yourself. Because when we come back, we're straight into it next Monday. There's a little spot down um, just west of Nowra. It's called Grady's Retreat. It's on a river, freshwater river. Yep. There, and we, me and my missus, we always take the kids down there camp when we get an opportunity. You know the best part about it? No phone reception. Yeah. Oh, There's that, no it, phone reception. It, so you're sitting in there with your family. and That'll be playing. unreal. wouldn't have to hear it's from just, Maroon at all. You just need a disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> just that disconnection, you know. Mm. I come back like out of that. To, even if it's just two days, even if it's a day. It's refreshing, isn't it, Wade? day, like two days out of that, yeah. hit the highway on the way back home, and then when I'm home, I'm going, right, I'm, I'm recharged, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like, what's next? Charlie, give me some more work. Give me something to get out of here. But like you said, Wade, they've just been getting hammered, whether it's footy jersey, club yeah. CEO, coaches. They're just finding something because they're not going well at the moment. But we saw today, if we're looking for, um, you know, uh, rays of sunshine, we saw more of Appy, yep. more of Bateman. A Brooks. couple of times, that yeah, they went down that left side. As you watch the passing, you know, a lot of those players were the new recruits and you thought, well, you know what, moving forward six or eight weeks, who knows? Exactly. There's some light there at the end of the tunnel, but it's just about enjoying it, you know. What's happened's happened, and like what I said, you, you once you get back on that Monday, you press the reset button. You know, we all start again, and every team's going to go through a form slump throughout the year. No one has a perfect year, unless you know, like the Panthers did last season. They're unbelievable, but there's always going to be a period. But if they can get back, hopefully not after the bye because they play against Manly. Hopefully the week after, but um, other than that. Hopefully they can just reset themselves, get them back, because it's good for rugby league. If West Tigers going good, they're a big club. You know, a lot of people say it's their second favourite team to watch. They're 
with Channel 9 on Fox, they get one of the highest raters when they're going well. So you want to see that club do well. And there was 28,000 people at the game. You know, I looked. I, I wasn't calling. I was just here as a spectator at the game. And there were a lot of West Tigers supporters here, a lot of flags, a lot of cheering. They've got great supporters. And I, I, it's easy for me to say, because you've been doing it for 11 or 12 years, but you've just got to hang in there. You know, as a supporter, and that's all I am, everybody's club goes through this crap. And all you can do, in my opinion, is just keep coming. But what about Parramatta? What did you think of Parramatta today? They were a little bit shaky. Well, yeah, I thought Parramatta a little bit off yesterday. I didn't think that, you know, I thought that they got the three opportunities in that first half where they got one of the, they got two grubbers they scored from. It wasn't really like they were scoring off much shape. Early on in the game, you know, I was calling the game with Dan Gane and Jimmy Graham, and we noticed that they were attacking the West Tigers' left edge, which is their right side. They're having some really good success. And for some unknown reason, they went away from it. And we spoke to Mitchell Moses about the end of the game, and he just said they were completely frustrated. You know, they were, their defence, he wasn't happy with their first one or two plays. He said Junior Tupu was getting them on the front foot. They were building no pressure. And then, you know, when they had the ball, they were just trying to get out of their own end. They had no field position because Tigers were just – they had all the possession, they had all the territory, and they just didn't know what to do. So uh, we asked him if it was, you know, a bit of a hangover from the boy. He goes, no, nah, it's no reason. It's just it's disappointing from us. We didn't stick to our game plan. Because maybe they got out to 22-6 Wado and – you know, I don't have the stats in front of me, but they were leading 22-6, and I, I feel like they were down on all the stats. They were definitely down on possession. Yep. They were definitely down in field yes, position. Yes, all their yes. all their tries in the first half sort of came from, you know, long range or, or sort of against the run of play. So it was a strange – it was a strange game from – and, you know, I remember Tigers do have some success against Paramount. I was there last year when Jackson Hastings kicked the field goal. Yes. Yeah, well, so yeah. The, I feel like sometimes, you know, the old saying – Styles make fights. I feel like the Tigers. I'm not saying that Tigers have Parramatta's number because they obviously beat them on uh, Monday night. But it's just, you know, sometimes you just feel like you have a better matchup with some teams um, than others. And I feel like Tigers do have that matchup with Parramatta. All right, boys. Um, uh, the tweet coming through now. Tigers confirm. Assessments suggest Adam Dewey has suffered an ACL injury, the third of his career to oh, his left man. knee. Unfortunately, hands-on tests from medical staff, very accurate in these cases, would be facing a surgery and nine months recovery. It's awful news. Thank you very much to the NRL physio for that. But that looks like perhaps nine months recovery for Adam Dewey. That's, that's absolutely horrendous, mate. Honestly, Woodsy, a team he, that... But he's such a good fella. Yeah. I, I know him really well and made the... How hard he come back from that second ACL? You know, he fought really hard. Obviously, you have your ups and downs. Wade, I can tell you, Wade has had an ACL before, but, you know, just he's a young fella, three ACLs and one knee. You know, I hope he, he's really got that desire to come back and prove a, you know, prove a point because he's a great rugby league player. You yeah. know, he's got a really good family around him. And they're going to need to really stick solid by him for this early period because it's the period that sucks the most. You can't do much in your rehab. You just got to let it heal early on. Hopefully, you know, it's not good to do ACL, but hopefully he hasn't done anything to anything major to the other parts of your knees because you can do your um, your meniscus and that. Hopefully it's just the ACL. Mm. But, yeah, mate, my thoughts go out to him. I really hope he can recover and, and see him back on the field uh, next year at some stage. But, Wado, what about, I mean, again, you blokes as professional NRL players still involved in the game. He's had already done this twice. Now he's got to do it a third time. At some point that's got to be mucking around with your head. Psychologically, yeah, yeah, it's a devastating blow for the young man. Uh, obviously, it's a blow for the Tigers. We just spoke how valuable a player he is for the for the organisation. Uh, but yeah, on a personal level, it's it's 
it's devastating. It's one of the one of those injuries when you hear that you've done it, you just know, like, it just takes so long to process because um, you know it's long a long road back. Um, he's obviously got some experience, you know, in this area, having done you know two previous ones to the same knee. So he knows what he's in for. Yeah, I'm shattered for the young man really yeah. because it's such a it's a hard injury. I think one thing I will say is that once the initial Emotion goes. He's gonna have. He's gonna be emotional for sure. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Like it, it's a long road back, and he's been through it before. But once you do, you know, get through that emotion and that grief of the injury, footy players and I don't, I don't know other sports. Obviously, I've only played rugby league, but you are a little bit regimented in things that you know. Yes. Okay, well, what's next? What do I need to do? What time I've got to be at training? What's my rehab program? And you sort of. Do you, give him, do you give him time off, Wado? I would give him time off yep. for sure. Like it's early enough in the season that he'll be back next season. Yep. Like, he'll be able to do preseason that with the team. So it's all, it all depends on you yeah, know, whether there's meniscus or medial damage. You know when when they can operate. Like if, if it's all clean, they can operate. You know by the end of the week, and then you give him some time off. He, know, he knows what he's doing. He's been through it before. Yep. But he needs that time just to get through the emotion and let the grief. It's almost like like mourning. You got to you got to mourn yeah. that emotion. Just get it out of your system because once it once you get over that little period, like I said, you sort of your training and the way you know mentally you're regimented from the game is okay. What's next? What do I need to do next to get better? What do I need to do next to help heal this faster? What do I need to do? next to get stronger like and then you just sort of click back in the gear uh, but there's no doubt it's going to take you know an emotional toll on him here at the start and a little bit of time for him to process okay. you know, another ACL injury. This is Footy Talk. It's uh, a future award-winning podcast with Wado Woodsy and Maroon. When we come back we're going to talk about the Dragons loss to the Titans on the Goldie over the weekend and our front row forum it's, it's sometimes I'm just going to ask these guys. It's a special one today. Yeah. So I asked these two blokes, what happens at halftime? You know, well, sometimes we see the pictures, we see the coaches' hands uh, moving around and we wonder, what are they doing? They look like they're having zooper-dupers and they've got lollies in there. What's <laughs> being said? So we're going to find out on Footy Talk and we're going to do that next. <laughs> Footy Talk podcast, Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. Now, of course, um, of all the results over the weekend, we saw – you know, it was funny there, boys. We talked about the Dragons and Titans. The first time, the first team the Titans ever played was the Dragons, and the Dragons beat them 20-18. to 18. And yesterday, after we talked about that, the Titans beat the Dragons 20-18. to 18. Now, I know they almost won that game, the Dragons – but they didn't, and their next two games are Canberra and Roosters. Both those games are away. Uh, you would have to think – now, remember, Woodsy, you don't play for the Dragons anymore, <laughs> so you can be a bit more um, – I have some good mates at the Dragons. Candid, too. yeah. Well, I, I wonder – I really wonder what it means for Hook because often we think, don't we, that maybe, okay, they did so – they almost beat the Titans in on the goalie, but maybe they lose a little bit of confidence out of that. Maybe they come out a bit flat next week. Well, you look and and, and you look at the Titans. They had no no Brimson, no no Kieran Foran, no Sammy Verrill. So they had three. No Bo Firma. Bo Firma. But he's more, been out for the whole season. Yeah, but they've had, they've got a worse I know, injury release than anyone. And the other thing I look at as well, you know, I think it came out on the weekend that Ben Hunt said, you know, if if Hook does go, it sets us back three years. And I think he was even quoted in saying that he's not going not sure what he's going to do if, if Hook does go. So. It's a big decision for the Dragons because they've got their captain, their their highest paid player, that, you know, he wants that coach there. 
you know, he wants Hook at that club. And if they do lose him, then there's a question mark over what's Ben Hunt going to do. So it's not just if you get rid of the coach. You've got your highest marquee player, that then he's not sure what's going to happen. But like you said, you know, they gave themselves the opportunity to win that game. You know, they beat the, the Dolphins the week before and they were they were hanging on by a thread. But, you know, it, it's it's a tough period. Uh, I was at that club, you know, the, the boys are working so hard to get out of it. And, you know, there was, there was all this talk in the whole preseason that, you know, Hook's one of the first ones, Adam O'Brien, the, the Gold Coast Titans coach. And it's just, you know, they need to win games. It's simple as that. This is a results-driven industry. They had the opportunity last night. I thought they won it when Ben Hunt scored that last try. Yeah. But then they give up the ball and then tighten them up the other end of the field. So because they lost, it puts a lot of scrutiny back onto them. And that's just what happens in rugby league. You know, if you don't win every week, you're going to be under the pump. And mm. unfortunately for the Dragons, they lost that game and they should have won it. Uh, Campbell, a great uh, short dropout. And then that great short kickoff to get the ball back. Uh, how did you see that one, Wado? Yeah, I just think uh, it was a pretty good game, to be honest. Great game. It was end-to-end, and both teams are very willing. But, yeah, to the question around the coaching situation, obviously, you know, what what you said is accurate. The fact that they didn't win is the reason we're sitting here talking about it now. If they do win, the pressure is off, and they they roll into the next week. And at the start of the year, if you had to go, oh, which coaches would be under pressure, you know, he was probably on the shortlist for sure. They got to weigh up who, who would they get to replace. Him? Well, that's the thing. Who's Isn't out it? there? Yeah, that's who who's available. Like, it's one thing getting rid of a coach, right? And then you got to deal with the things that Woodsy said. Like obviously Benny Hunt loves him. He's the captain of the club. He's probably you know he's well liked by the players. So then you got to get a new coach in. Who's is the coach going to fix all the? Is this new coach? Is he going to fix all the issues? Is he going to yeah. have the same relationship rapport with the players? Like that that take time to gel. This is so it's it's a big decision. But this is what I want to ask you. Now, we've seen uh, already the success of – and I don't think we're going off early here. No one says they're going to win the premiership. But we're seeing the success of Cameron Seraldo and Andrew Webster. Particularly, no one really knew who Andrew was. Now, I wonder if clubs are going to say – Who's the next one under there? Who's the next one that hasn't had a crack? Because you got the players, you got the coaches that do the circuit respectfully. You got Madge, and you might have Flano, and you might have Hook by the end of next month. You know, you got these players whose names always come up, but maybe they need to go and find that Andrew Webster, that Cameron. Well, do they want a dragon? Because when I was down there, there was talk that it could be Dean Young, Ben Hornby. Jason Rolls, but I'm not sure if Jason Rolls can get out of the Roosters because remember when Adam O'Brien was there? He left after one year, and then they made Jason Rolls sign a three-year contract. This is his second year, and um, I've heard he's been earmarked for the Storm as well. Um, Not not from good sources. It was probably from you, Maroon, I think, behind the scenes. (laughs) um, Throw that out. (laughs) You just brought it up now too, so you mocked him. He's on that that job's gone. Uh, (laughs) I did tip the Tigers yesterday as well. Oh, mate. I do do have something for you actually after this, after we finish this conversation. I'll continue on. Oh, I can't wait. But, um, look, honestly, like you said, and and Wado brought it up, if you're going to sack someone, you need someone better to get in. And, and there's not many on the open market. And what, do they go for a, a coach that's never coached first grade yeah. yet? Or do they go for the likes of Maguire or, you know, Des Hasler? Yep. So it's a, it's a decision that the club's got to come to because, you know, what happens if he keeps winning? What if he wins the next month of footy? Do they re-sign him for two years? Yes. No talk that he needs to be a dragon. I mean, what is this, 1945? What do you, why did you say that? Does he need to be a dragon? No, I'm just asking, do they want a dragon? Like well, if they dragon? do, that's crazy. Oh, a former St. George Lord yeah, Dragon. Yeah. All right. Okay. Did you want to add something before we go to the Well, podcast? I just like, as we got on the our best mate over here, Woodsy the yeah. Mock. Yeah. It came to my attention. Oh, you know, well. obviously me and I had a bit of a rough night oh. the night out of Penrith. <laughs> mm. um, in particular, a young bloke having his first 
start in the halves oh, for, yeah. for uh, Manly. And, KO you wins. know, out at Penrith, it's hard to play for anyone. But, yeah, a young guy on his first start, you know, it was a difficult night for him. But then it came to my attention, young KO Weeks, mm. he's got a new locker buddy. Oh, no. He's got a new locker buddy. Uh, no. Mate, uh, after the show, I need his number, that, his that, kid's number. I'm going to give him a call and tell him it's not his fault. What, can I, it's mate, going okay. Before we, the, mock, before the mock we, got on him. Before we, we start hammering Woods, not, you know what my nickname is at Manly? What? The Midas. They call me the Midas Touch, touch because – we're 2-0 since I've been there with Blacktown workers. <laughs> I'm on fire, boys. They're, they're absolutely loving me out there, the reserve grade boys. We're having a great time. Yeah. Tell KO it's <laughs> okay. Give me a call. I'm happy. Did let him know it wasn't on him, all right? It's, oh, that it's, poor it's, kid. It's, it's on you. Well, right. wait, look at me. I, 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 my locker buddy was uh, Scotty Sorensen at the Sharks. I shafted him from there. He's won two comps. <laughs> he saw the light. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time for this. Woodsies Front Row Forum. Front Row Forum. Well, as I always say, we've got uh, not many podcasts, well, all podcasts are talking about the NRL, but not too many have two current NRL players. And if I want to ask them something, I can just ask the boys. So obviously I'm a keen watcher of uh, Fox and Channel 9, and I love the vision from the um, the sheds, and I, I try and look and see you know, there's lollies in there and there's drinks being passed around and there's coaches talking one-on-one to a player and then there's... Uh, and then Super dupers. Yeah, and sometimes I wonder, does the head coach want to know what that coach is saying to that player? So I thought, let me ask you guys, Woodsy, I'll start with you because yep. it's your front row for him. What happens at halftime? So first thing, we walk up the tunnel. As yep. we're coming off the field, our trainers or gear stewards give you a, a Gatorade or Powerade, whoever you're sponsored by. Uh, you go in, normally different teams have different setups. Sometimes you could have the, the big circle or at Manly we have three groups. We have middle, Odd. right edge and left edge. So you get your little groups first before you come to a big group. Um, like you said, there's there's lollies on the table. Um, a lot of people think they're super dupers, but they're a hydrolite. They're yeah. a form of like, is it sugar and carbs? Rehydration. Yeah, really, just yeah. getting the quick carb intake for you. Blokes like to go straight to the Nebraska to have a toilet. Um, I know I'm one of them because I drink a lot of water pre-game and um, you know, I get into the water once I'm playing as well. So the first thing you do is go straight in the toilet. Um, a, lot of, a lot of guys like to just keep themselves. Some guys don't say a word. You know, I, I know myself and Wade, we love talking at halftime. Like, you know, you, you assess what, what happened throughout the game or or areas that we're, you know, we're, we're poor in or areas we can fix. And you just want to just tap it on the head and just fix up what you're doing. What else goes on, Wade? There's... Yeah, well, it's really an individual thing. Everyone's a bit different. Normally the run is, you know, depending on how the game's going too. Like, yeah. Walking in, you know whether you're going to – it's going to be a good halftime or you're just going to be sit there and be quiet and listen to what the coach yeah. has to say. Mm. You know, you know those games definitely for sure. But I'd say like the first part of it is just for you to do what you need to do, whether you need to go to the toilet, whether yep. you need to talk to someone who you're working with on the field, it's, you're not quite clicking or you like what you see and maybe continue to do that. Um, and some folks just come in like – Normally, me, my first part, I'll just have a think about the game, how the game's going and what sort of messaging I can do with the players after the coach speeches, sorry, speaks, because obviously he's got to have the most input. He's mm. watching the game from, mm. you know, his position and he's designing all the game plans. But that first part's for you. Just have a settle down. You're into the game. Have a breath. Just take some time to do what you need to do. And then normally, if you're not in the pods, you're in the one group, the coach will have his address. It's pretty sharp and punchy straight to the point like you get the stats read out to you so you know what the possession is you know if you're missing you know what your missed tackles are if you need to you know be a bit tighter in your defense Um, but that's short and punchy and then 
we're left to ourselves then. So you might see the assistant coach come in, the attacking coach will come speak to the halves about what they're seeing or we need you to kick a bit better or you're not in the right position and this and that. Like this is what we practice, get back to it. The coaches talk about it before they come down. Like they're, yeah. they're in the box. They normally have a word before they come in, so they're all on the same page. So you're not getting one yeah, <laughs> one word from three one different coach, messages. One yeah. Yeah. You, you got goals prior to games that you want to run through. Mm. Um, so and then like the D, the D coach, say we're on the left edge, I've had a couple of tries scored against us. You know, the D coach will come and see our left edge. Like, oh, what's going on, boys? Like, we, you know, we practice this shape. Yeah. Like, get on the same page. If you see this, this is what's coming. Like, come on, get connected. Mm. And then after that, the coaches are pretty much done. So the bell goes off, two minute bell. That means, you know, two minutes before you have to get on. And then, you know, we'll get all the players back in from their little groups, get reconnected as a team. You know, I've got one thing for you here, waiter. You know what I hate? A lot of blokes do it. Like, when the two minute bell goes, well, let's get up on our feet. Come on, let's go. Let's do some <laughs> fast feet. What do you want to do fast feet for? Like, yeah, we're, yeah, we still yeah. got to run out to the field. Yeah. And some guys think they pumps the blood and gets them going. I used to hate it. I'll just be in the back going, do, 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 do. Like, just come on, man. And they're going, three, two, one. Yeah. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Can, can you think of a time when you've come in at half time? Oh, I've got a story for you. I've yeah, got a story okay. for you. So, yeah. I remember I was playing South Sydney out here. It was Dylan Walker's debut. We're getting beat like 32 0 at half time. Oh, I call that game. That was when Benji got benched. Yeah. And um, Mick Potter comes in at half time. He only said a sentence. He, he carried in a prop, which was a garbage bag or a garbage bin. I can't remember. It was a garbage bin. He goes, boys, you're playing like this. Just go and fix it. And then just walk straight out of the room. I was like, that's all right, but how are we going to fix it, mate? <laughs> you said that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, mate. You're supposed to be the coach and help us out. <laughs> right. We had a laugh about it, yeah. but, yeah, and we ended up winning the second half, which wasn't too bad. Yeah. So the garbage – the prop did work. No, it's always good I remember when you I the kicked half. the esky a full Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah, hit um, hit these, um, one of his best mates in, in the melon. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that's what the point I was, I was trying to make. You've gone in there and you've done nothing that he said oh, and yeah, he's no. just said, right. Oh, if, mate. Well, this, it was like Manly on the weekend. To be fair, sometimes, like, you know that's coming. Yeah. You, you, and, like, if, if you're an older player, I was say with Flano, right, you knew when he was coming <laughs> to give you a serve. So we'd sit down there and if there was any chat and Mike's, hey, Close, close your mouth here and just cop your medicine. We all need to yeah. cop our it's medicine. It's coming. Yeah, we need right. to cop our yeah. medicine here because we're not actually yeah. doing anything that we said we were going to do yeah. at all, like all week at training. So just sit here, shut up and listen, and let's try and fix it in this second half. I've got another story for you. It's a yep. mystery play. I'm not going to give him up because okay. he's a real good What if good I guess him? What if no, I you guess? can guess him, but you're not going to guess him. Right. So I remember we used, when I first came to first grade, 2010, 2011. Okay, so he's in the original. He's in the original. Yeah, he's in the, he's in the ones when we're going good. So we we're going all right at that stage. And um, I remember because I was coming off the bench, I was only 19, and he was no real close, real close. He was one of my favourites, and I, I love. I looked up to him, loved him, and he'd always go to me, mate. He goes, when half time comes, I need you to sprint up to the change rooms and turn the showers on. And I didn't understand why he wanted me to do that. I had no idea. And then it was like probably the fourth time we're playing at the old SFS, which is now, I think it's, is that Allianz Stadium? The new one. Yeah. So it was the old one. You remember it used to have like a little ice bath section with the little plunge pools waiter? Yeah. yeah. So I left it on and I just stood there and I waited. And you know what he used to do? He used to go up and have a dart, a bunger. Really? At half time. I couldn't believe it. Okay. So can I just, I'm going to ask, is this player a forward or a back? He's, a, he's an outside back. Okay. All right. Is he Australian? No. Okay. He's not Australian and he's an outside back. Did he play much footy after that? He played a little bit. He played a little bit. Okay. Um, I know who it is. You know exactly who it is. And I don't need you to say anything. <laughs> no, no. Maybe uh, we can work okay. Out. I can't work out who He's it won is. a grand final maroon. With what team? I'm not going to tell you. Well, you know straight away. Well, he's on. not on that list because he was a late starter. He's won a grand final with what club? 
Oh, a Sydney club. Oh, thanks. That narrows it down. <laughs> anyway, mate, the West. They were blue and white. Oh, okay. Was it? Do you know what I know? You do know. Okay. He was the original Brian Toto. Um, he was one of the best wingers to start the sets off. Am I talking? Think, think Dogs Days, Sonny Bill. Matt, Sonny Ty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't say it. Matty Utah. <laughs> okay. And he used to drink six Red Bulls, like the big cans before a game. I don't right. know how he's still alive. Right. He was so hard to tackle. He was one. He was and so you know what? Like, he used to frustrate. The, this is off off the halftime chat. We'd come to training and he'd be like, you know, he'd come in, we'd do this testing day in the gym. He'd go, all right, what's the record on the on the squats? And he goes, if I beat the squats and bench record, I don't have to train and do weights. Is that all right? And they'd go, yeah, no worries. The record was 240. He goes, all right, chuck 245 on. Boom, punch out three. What was the bench record? It was like 150. He goes, I'll oh, put 155 on. Boom, boom. Because I'll see you guys once he's finished. <laughs> he was the best, mate. I love uh, him so much. We've got to get you on a sports lunch, mate. <laughs> well, anyway, good luck to the West Tigers over the next couple of weeks. We know they've got the bye, but the bad news is it looks like worst case scenario for Adam Dewey. No doubt you'll hear more about that across podcasts on Triple M and Listener. But, uh, Wade, uh, great to see you, old mate. Thanks, mate. And, Always a pleasure. Yeah, Woodsy. Uh, great to see you, blokes. Things are going good at man. Loving it, mate. Loving life. I'm sure. I'm actually back playing this week too. He's yeah, back. I yes. I, yeah, I know. We're we're, we're going to call that game at uh, at Shark Park. At what do you call I'm, it now? Points bet. I'm out of the. So I explained it to my young blokes. I was in the in the, <laughs> this naughty, is the, in the naughty corner because <laughs> uh, they didn't understand why I wasn't playing. I said, "Well, I'm in the naughty corner. I did something wrong, so now I'm not allowed to play. I'm in the naughty corner." Yeah, okay. When do you get out of the naughty corner? I said, well, <laughs> when the Easter Bunny comes, after the Easter Bunny comes, the next week, I'm out of the naughty corner. So then they know my young, well, my oldest of the young two, he goes, Dad, the Easter Bunny, actually he calls me Papa because he's French, but he goes, Papa, the Easter Bunny's come. Does that mean you're out of the naughty corner and you can play? And I was like, yes, son. That means I can I've served my time, son. I, can I won't be being naughty again. Uh, Wado and Woodsy, future award winners in the podcast world. <laughs> this has been Footy Talk. Thank you and goodbye.